One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Despite the Trump administration's plan to cover COVID-19 care for the uninsured, some are still getting bills. Coronavirus is disrupting all kinds of medical education, and CVS expands its health plan offerings. All that more on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, September 1st, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Despite the Trump administration's plan to cover COVID-19 care for uninsured patients, some are still receiving big medical bills. Back in April, the president announced some of the $175 billion in provider relief funding would go to paying for care for COVID patients without insurance at Medicare rates. The president did not specify how much of the provider relief dollars would go towards covering hospital care, outpatient visits, ambulance rides, medical equipment, nursing home care, or vaccines for uninsured COVID-19 patients. But so far, the program has paid providers across the country $851 million for this care, about a third for testing and two-thirds for treatment. Hospitals in New Jersey and Texas got the most money. As the New York Times reports, it has not been easy for patients or hospitals to claim these funds for a couple of reasons. First, one of the conditions of the program is that COVID-19 needs to be the primary diagnosis. But many people who end up needing extensive medical treatment for COVID also have underlying medical conditions that need treatment. As the American Hospital Association told the Times, some hospitals have reported not submitting between 40 and 70 percent of claims for uninsured COVID patients because COVID-19 was not their primary diagnosis. Second, this is a voluntary program. So if a hospital or provider doesn't participate, then the uninsured patient treated at that facility can apply. Even participating hospitals have found the process confusing and accidentally billed uninsured patients, like an unemployed oil worker in Houston who was hospitalized after getting infected and was sent a bill for $85,000 even though he was uninsured and should have qualified. Many uninsured patients getting billed are intimidated by the costs and don't know they may qualify for this assistance. When it comes to fixing U.S. healthcare, there are no cure-alls, no silver bullets, there are only trade-offs. Join reporter Dan Gornstein as he examines our system's flaws and evaluates the policy prescriptions promising to fix them. Dropping new episodes through Election Day. Subscribe to Trade-Offs wherever you get your podcasts. 
COVID-19 is disrupting all kinds of medical education, including that of future nurses, doctors, dentists, and other types of medical providers. During the pandemic, clinical rotations and clerkships for medical students have been canceled in large numbers, and many didactic and lab components of medical training have moved online. Fourth-year medical students told Kaiser Health News many felt underprepared for residency, pointing to their lack of experience directly treating patients. The American Association of Medical Colleges updated guidance in August to say it was up to schools and teaching hospitals whether to reinstate rotations and how much to directly involve students or residents in patient care. The AAMC said while medical students aren't technically essential workers, they are, quote, the essential emerging physician workforce, unquote. And there's also the challenge of postponed or limited board exams for medical students. Graduating dental students faced similar hurdles with licensing exams. As of June, the American Dental Association unveiled an alternate licensure test for states to adopt that does not require a dental student to perform a procedure on a patient as part of the credentialing process. GIST Healthcare's Jennifer Stewart says there are some skills and lessons that you learn working in a medical facility that can't really be taught virtually. One of the things that's often overlooked in these articles is healthcare is a team sport. It's not only important for residents and other clinical students to have the opportunity to practice delivering care in person, it's also equally important for them to practice the opportunity to collaborate and work well with other disciplines. I worry that if they're not able to attend clinicals in person, they're missing out on the opportunity to practice this collaboration and see it role modeled. Some schools are finding that the curriculum shakeup caused by COVID led to some improvements. Geisinger Commonwealth School of Medicine told Modern Healthcare that online case reviews with small groups of patients are more convenient for busy physicians. Indiana University's medical school changed the order of education to give students more didactics before clinical work rather than doing the two simultaneously, and the school found students were more prepared for their clinical work. Since CVS acquired Aetna in 2018, the two companies have been rapidly rolling out insurance products that feature CVS's growing retail clinic presence. Aetna announced yesterday that it will offer a new plan for employers that will direct beneficiaries to parent company CVS for care. The insurer is offering the plan to Kansas City-area companies with more than 100 employees. The benefits include $0 copays at CVS Minute Clinics or Health Hub locations, as well as free prescription delivery and discounts on health items. In a press release, CVS Health said the preferred provider organization plan will have premiums that are as much as 20% lower than competitors in the market. The move appears to be an extension of what CVS CEO Larry Merlo told CNBC in a January interview, that the company is opening health hubs in areas of the country with a lot of Aetna members and offering plans that encourage beneficiaries to seek care at CVS locations. CVS is on track with its original plan to open 1,500 health hubs by the end of next year. Merlo told investors in an August earnings call that there are now 205 health hubs across 22 states. He said the company has been seeing an increase in Aetna members coming into those health hubs. Other retail giants are also continuing to expand into the care delivery business, although not with as close of a payer-provider relationship. Walmart Health has opened clinics at stores in Georgia, Arkansas, and Texas, and plans to open more in Florida. And Walgreens is partnering with provider Village MD to open between 500 and 700 primary care clinics across 30 cities over the next five years. 
Taking a look at healthcare stocks, pharmaceutical company AstraZeneca announced it's moving the potential COVID-19 vaccine developed with researchers at Oxford University into phase three trials and plans to test the shot on as many as 30,000 patients. AstraZeneca was trading up 0.56% at the close of the market Monday. The broader sector was up 0.32%. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.